well, 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 I'm back again. But uh, this time I may be riding a little solo. Um, Simon and I were both just chatting and he's like, do you want to record this week? And I was like, nah, I, I don't really care. And then I was like, you know what? Yes, I do want to record. I think I would. And he's like, well, you could do a solo episode. So here I am. I've uh, never done a solo episode. And so we'll have to see how this goes. Um, but yeah, there wasn't anything I really wanted to review this week. So um, here I am reviewing. Uh, I did uh, reviewing something that I think that Simon probably wouldn't do. Um as we are aware, I am just the gayest upon gay in terms of like my childhood growing up. Um in that high school musical was like my thing, and then hairspray was my thing. And when I was approaching college, this nifty little show came out. Um that at first I was like, I don't know about this show. It feels like it's trying to be Glee. It feels like it's trying to be something that, oh shit. It feels like it's trying to be High School Musical. It feels like it's trying to be, um, you know, uh, taking advantage of the new musical trend and mainstream that was happening. And that show, if you didn't catch me earlier, that show was Glee. Um, I remember the first episode came out and I was like, this was kind of cute, but still feels kind of weird and not really into it. But for those of you that know me, um, I have I've been obsessed with Glee since it came out, and I've probably watched most episodes many times. Um, and how this all kind of spurred was this last weekend was Pride here in Austin, and I met a super cute boy, um, and I may have brought him home and when he and i were approaching bedroom um he noticed that i have ugly trivia box on uh my my bookshelf area and he's like oh my god that is so funny i have not thought about glee in so long and so um that is like how this kind of all came about i've seen every episode at least once even season five, which was probably the hardest season, just truly terrible to watch. A couple of good episodes, though. Even season six, uh, as they kind of just decided to fast reboot and close out the series. Um, I've been a Gleek for so long. And so knowing that and knowing that Simon definitely isn't, I decided I'm going to do something that only I could do. Not only I could do. I could have probably found a couple Gleek friends to join me. But like literally I decided to do this this morning. Spent the day trying to do my research. And now here I am. And so this is a very, this is very, a very first pass decision. And there definitely were a lot of songs that got cut uh, on the living room floor. But this is my list of my top 10 Glee songs of all time. This is going to be a pretty tumultuous, tumultuous 
I don't know how you say that word. Tumultuous list. Um, you might not agree with me. You may agree with me hell hellishly. If you do, you know what? We're probably meant to be. Um, because this list is some wackadoo choices. It has some classics on it. Don't you worry. It does have some things that are removed. Um, cough, cough, don't stop believing. More like, please stop. Please stop playing that song. Um, you'll get some things, some songs in between, but I'll try and like within the list, I'm going to try and give you my thoughts on the song and where it was placed in the show and why I think, cause a lot of these songs I'm going to say outright are on the list in the order that they are and on the list in general, because not only are they great songs and slappers in most cases, they also are like the quintessential songs that make me like so thankful for glee and the songs that i keep going back to or i still have listened to um and enjoyed years after the show has ended and so without further ado um here is that top 10 list coming in at number 10 is i don't want to know this song uh was in episode two or not episode two in season two of glee there was an entire episode called Rumors that was the entire Rumors album by Fleetwood Mac. Um, and for those that have that have not listened to every episode of this podcast, I feel like I might have mentioned this once or twice, but I was not a Fleetwood Mac person. I didn't listen to Fleetwood Mac at all up until uh, this episode came out. And I was like, damn, all of these songs are so fucking good. The I don't know wanna I don't want to know uh song was used as a kind of the there's the Finn character and the Quinn character kind of getting after each other again and being like, I don't like you and I don't like you. And it was kind of like them um bad mouthing each other to each other's faces, which always happened in the glee, um, uh, the glee room. And so I had to include something from that out al- that episode on this list because that out al- that episode and that album truly are like so 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 good to me um and this song was probably the spotlight song that made me go damn Fleetwood Mac gotta check them out okay well we're going into to um number nine this is one that for those of you that don't uh that didn't go past season three you are missing out on you don't have to go too far though because it's season four episode one I think maybe episode two um, this song is Chasing Pavements um, by Adele, obviously. Um, this song is sung, though, by it's in like a weird kind of duet type thing between this new character, Marley, who is at um, McKinley High. And she is kind of like, for all intents and purposes, they're kind of using her as the de facto new Rachel at school now that Rachel's in New York. But it's not only do, uh, sung by her, it's also sung by Rachel, um, or in this case, Leah Michelle. And the song works so, so, so well together. Their voices work so well together. And it's the pinnacle part of the episode where Marley's finally deciding that, yes, maybe the Glee Club is for me. While at the same time, uh, Rachel is finally acknowledging that 
She's not happy in New York. She's not happy with this, this decision that she made and that she's feeling super lonely. And at the end of the song, her bestie, Kurt, shows up in New York. And it is like truly just it makes me go, OK, we are all nervous about how season three ended, that it, would, it just kind of was the end of the show. Where is it going to go? This gave me so much hope that the rest of the series, the rest of the season and probably the series, we're going to be able to continue to find footing, having uh, fun at McKinley, but also being able to um, tell the story of Rachel Berry and friends in New York. So, so good. Great start to season four. Moving on to number eight. This is one of those songs that definitely made me cry. And also brought me to a brand new artist um, that I had not heard about before. And just the the story of it, it was super great. And so coming in at number eight is song Cough Syrup by Young the Giant, sung by Darren Chris. And I think this one is an episode or in season three. Um, but how this song is used is... Uh, as we know, Gay or Glee has been like... is probably one of the biggest gay pioneering shows on modern television. It really paved the way of, of um, queer visibility in media through Kurt and Blaine. And uh, one of the, the lesser known queer characters on the show was this character, Dave Karofsky, who was closeted, um, was, was Kurt Hummel's first kiss um, more, more because he kind of forced himself onto Kurt Um but um, someone found out that that uh, Karofsky was gay and um, there was a scene where everyone in, in his locker room, because he was on the football team, was like making fun of making fun of him and like calling him names and the whole thing. And as you see, when the song is going on, he is uh, he can't handle all of the not acceptance that he's he got from all of his football player friends and he tries to take his own life and it as Darren singing the song it really kind of just paints this picture of just how hard it can be to be queer especially I mean like I mean kind of now kind of now that we're going back kind of a little bit backwards but especially thinking about like 10 15 20 years ago we weren't sure how people and uh, society and our friends, family members wouldn't like how they would react to us coming out. And this is probably the nightmare scenario of everyone is like you get outed. All of your friends, your teammates all just kind of disown you and you feel super, super isolated. And putting myself in that position just made me so, so teary eyed. Oh, um. And that is why um, Cough Syrup is my number eight pick for top 10 Glee songs of all time. Coming in at number seven, um, anticlimactic here because this is the final song of the series. Um, this song is I Lived by One Republic. Um, this song made the list because I when I made it through the journey of watching all six seasons, um, it was kind of like, it was my show every single week when it came on. 
I was so excited uh, for another episode and like just kind of stuck with it through the bad episodes, the good and everything in between. And having it culminate with the song with tons of the, the cast from across the years returning and all singing together one last time in the choir room. It was just like the greatest culmination of this entire series. And also like in a weird way, I don't know if y'all feel the same way as I do, but like sometimes a series ending and it being done, especially done in a really like in like the way that they wanted it to be done and finished you almost have to go through like a morning period afterwards and you have to like, like a, a chapter in your life is gone. And that's kind of what this, this song did to me is it was like, I was, I was definitely crying to this song too, because it was like making me just um, realize that this chapter of watching Glee every week was no longer going to be a part of my life. And it, the song slaps too, y'all. The song slaps too. Okay, so that brings us into number six. And number six, this is where you're going to get a little bit of the tried and true. This is one that you could probably expect to be on the list. Uh, this one is uh, Teenage Dream from season two of Glee, sung again by Darren Chris as Blaine. Um I think that the reason why this, this song, uh, number one, is on the list and two, why it had such a big impact to me is like Katy Perry's teenage dream album is like bop centered from beginning to end. And so it, you could rotate between listening to the, the Glee version and then listening to Katy Perry's version and then listen to the album and damn, it's good. But the way that they were able to like redo this song in a way that um, really exemplified what, kind of Kurt in the moment was feeling within uh, the context of the show was also super great. This was this, this kid that like was just starting to figure out his sexuality or at least like come to terms with it and be more like public about it, decided he needed to, to leave his current high school um, and try a different high school. And when he arrives there, he just gets swept away by like, the most charming charismatic guy singing this beautiful song about like kind of like the butterflies you feel in your in your stomach. Like when you, you get that initial tinge of crush, um, which is exactly what Kurt, what, what Kurt was feeling. Um, I will, I will say that like in the show they're they're coupled, um, had moments like I would say that I would never have like expected like if they, if they were real people, the Blaine of the world would have never ended up with the Chris or the Kurt, uh, the Kurt of the world. Um, just. I don't think that they probably would have run in the same circles, even though they both were in show choir. Something's telling me. But the way that by the end of the series, we were all rooting for them and we were. Uh, so happy when they were happy and so sad when they were sad and how we were shipping them from day one mama uh teenage dream made it on the list because that song had an impact that song was that song got literal news coverage about um kind of what it would mean for the show so so cool 
coming in at number five, this is the song the, the song that really made me go, okay, show tunes, they're here to stay. And not only are they here to stay, they are going to be in my songbook, mama. At this point, like, my only reference to musicals in my life was um, High School Musical, two, three, Camp Rock, and Hairspray. That's all I had. And all of the other musicals to me, I was like, I don't know what these are. And so coming in at number five is Defying Gravity, Kurt and Rachel singing it, season one. Um, this song's there because like it made me discover that show tunes are damn good. And not only that, as someone that loves to sing, this shit injected into my veins, mama. This shit is good. I would sing this song everywhere, anywhere. It's so good. I want to do it at karaoke. I don't know if I could actually do it at karaoke, but damn, do I want to. Coming in at number four, this song, none of you would expect. This song, I think most people just pr probably brushed aside. This song uh, comes from season four of Glee. Again, pushing ourselves to the later seasons. This song is called Bitches Back slash Dress You Up. This is a mashup song of um, Elton John's Bitches Back with, um, who's it? Oh my gosh, who sings the other? Madonna's Dress You Up. And this song is, um, in the context of the show, there's this new character, Ryder, who is one of the the people that won i don't know if y'all are looking for good competition reality tv that i think i actually like cared about and had a lot of meaning and also um brought out a lot of stars if i'm being very honest here the glee project the glee project is a show um for those that don't know there's two seasons of it and in both seasons they were auditioning to become a a guest star on a, on a few episodes of the next season of Glee and um, Alex Newell um, now famously known as a Tony winner uh, was on it and didn't actually win, but ended up having the most episodes out of any of them. And then another one of the characters, um, I don't know what his real name is, but he was on the show um, on the show. His name was Ryder, but they got in a little bit of a beef and so uh, Ryder called Unique Dude, and Unique is very much seeing herself as a proud black woman. And Unique is not also not happy with Ryder for messing up with like her friend's relationships. And so what do they do? They bring it into the Glee room, and they decide to do this mashup. And the reason why this song is number four, so high up on this list here, Mama, top four, we're talking we're we're officially at RuPaul season finale lip sync for your life uh time point just to to kind of like put it in perspective for everyone here reason why this is number 4 is because this song i'm not kidding you was on my running playlist for an entire summer 
And I, every time it came on mama, I was sprinting the fastest I possibly could. Um, and so that is why this song ended up becoming my number four is because it is a slapper. It is truly just like a good mashup of a song with some great voices. And it's one that if you're looking for to add a little glee to your running playlist, this is like the perfect addition. We're on to top three. We are on to top three. And I will tell you, there is a common thread in all three of my top three songs. Um, but you'll have to pick up on what that is. Coming in at number three is a song that really like, I don't think anyone had heard about before Glee because um, it was not really like super well known. Um but it did a very, very good job at what it was supposed to do. Um, that song was Roots Before Branches, season three, uh, I think finale episode. Um, the song is really about kind of being able to make sure you have a solid fan foundation before you start to explore and um, grow. And in the show... This is the song that Rachel Berry is singing as she is making her way out of out of uh what is it? Ohio, somewhere in Ohio. Um getting on that that train to New York to start to live out her dreams. And this is kind of the like if if the show ended here, it would have ended on a perfectly like clear, crisp ending. Um but the reason why, again, it's on the list is it's a great song. Leah Michelle knocks it out of the park with it. And I, I will be honest with you. If you have worked with me at any point in life or even just like any sort of project, you've probably heard me use the term, let's get our roots done before our branches. And to me, that's always like, let's like just kind of keep everything crisp, not crisp and clean, but like establish the fundamentals, get the fundamentals right. Because just like a tree, if you have a shitty root system, if a storm hits, you will fall over. And that doesn't really matter if if uh, you were growing at a great pace, if your roots aren't good. So um, coming in at number three, roots before branches. Coming in at number two, don't rain on my parade. Uh, I have only recently probably in the last three years actually seen funny girl um not on broadway unfortunately i need to see leah michelle in this Ugh. i really do but it's closing soon ah what am i gonna do um but this song's on the list at number two because um again in that show tunes vein this song fucking slapped and within the context of the show, it really kind of set the stage for what we were to expect for the rest of the series for Rachel Berry. She was singing a song that was like exactly what she had intended her future to be of being able to be on Broadway, being Fanny Bryce on Broadway. Um, and not only that, how she was going to do that is belting this beautiful song um, to the entire audience of, I think this was at nationals, um, not nationals, um, regionals, season one finale. And 
all stakes were on the line. Everyone was relying on, on Rachel Berry to nail this number because she was singing it all alone for the most part. And she fucking killed it. So great. And to say that Don't Rain on My Parade is probably my number one request requested song at like a show tune Sunday. Mama, it is for sure that way. And I also would love to sing it at karaoke. Well, okay. So now we are at number one. Number one is a song, I guess, that isn't really a song. Um, I kind of cheated a little bit here because I'm kind of considering this entire performance one song, even though it's technically three. Um, and this in the and so coming in at the number one spot is the season three nationals mashup, which starts with Edge of Glory by Lady Gaga. Then it's all coming back to me now by Celine Dion and finishes with Paradise by the Dashboard Light by, I think, Meatloaf. Reason why this song is number one is if there is one kind of embodiment, one kind of uh, moment within Glee that I think truly stands out, like I would show to someone and go, this, this is truly what the magic of Glee is about. This is the this the performance I would would provide to them. It's got a little bit a bit of everything. It has Edge of Glory by all the girlies in the the uh, New Directions, um, Santana Lopez. Um, oh, who is Mercedes Jones? I mean, who? No one really cares about Britney. No good voice there, but like Tina, all of the girlies are a part of this. Um, and they, they, they really take us, they start this whole thing. And then you go into another amazing ballad by Leah Michelle, as she is hoping and praying that she's able to redo her Niada audition to get to college and hoping that our girl Whoopi Goldberg will be in the audience and, and, and watch her perform, which halfway through the song, Whoopi shows up way to go absolutely nails it out of the park and then finally uh we finish off with paradise by the dashboard light where like the entire new directions all come together and perform like a really cool dance number and really you gotta you get to see how much polish they've been able to do since they started this whole thing and it all kind of culminates together in this this trio of performances that all just work so well together while being so different. Um, I will say that the um, competing show choir starring Unique, that performance was also slap. So good. So good. Ugh. Season three nationals truly was the moment. I think season, I think, I think it was season four nationals the nationals it was like regionals or something they did gangam style truly terrible truly terrible season three nationals was truly chef's kiss so good and with that that's kind of my um my top 10 list of of all things uh glee and all things all the songs that that i loved on glee there are plenty of other ones that i loved too um, so don't get me started. I could go through so many. 
but I really tried to narrow it down to top 10. There might have been one or two that I honestly just didn't see when I was going through all the different songs that would have been added to the list. So that's that's a real possibility. But, you know, sometimes <clears throat> us professionals, we have to kind of, if we're going to do something, we got to do it quick. We got to do it right. And we got to stick to our guns. And that's what I'm doing here today with my top 10 list. Um, so if you enjoyed this, Please um, follow us on Instagram at Bopperflop Podcast. You can find me at the Aaron on all socials. Next time we're recording, you can hear the beautiful Simon coming back at the realist Simon. And for all intents and purposes, you're welcome to follow his playlist. I don't think any of these songs would be on that playlist. Simon, if you're listening, maybe listen to Bitches Back, Dress You Up. It slaps. Your I Love That playlist deserves to have a little glee on it. This would be a fun addition. Um, That's it. I hope you all enjoy. Bye.